You're listening to a download from the Wrexham Supporters Association's football commentary. For more podcasts, blogs and video logs, visit us at www.wrexhamfan.co.uk. Final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's football commentary. Fleming takes over. It's all a bit crowded in there. Fleming back to goal edge of the area. We'll have to bring it out from there. He does. He goes backwards to Christian Smith. And that Pacey breaks, broke down. Smith switches. That's a good idea, but it's under hit. And Easton can play the back pass. Cronin just about keeps it in and hits it clear very clumsily. Desperate to use his right foot only. And Pacey Beckham couldn't close him down quicker as Asamani wins a header on the halfway line. It drops loose. Well won back by Christian Smith. who can break forwards out. Plays the through ball. Where's Baines through on goal? Keeper comes out. Baines slots it. Hits the keeper. Spins over him and wide. He'll be kept in as well. The first chance of the match. And Wes Baines will be disappointed, won't he, that he didn't take it? Yes, I mean, he was running into the left-hand edge of the goal, but he's trying to flick it over with the outside of his right foot, simply because he's so predominantly a right-footed player. But the first real decent chance, as far as Rexham are concerned, is the long throw into the box. Taylor fails to win the header, but it's still a bit of head tennis before Cronin safely gathers. As far as score updates are concerned, Stephen Isham taking the lead against Kettering. Big kick by Cronin as well. What a chance that was for Baines. Great work by Smith, who won it high up the pitch, and with the MC defence pushing up, slotted a lovely through ball as well. It's a very half-hearted move by Rexham. He's thrown back to Smith and he squares on ball to Fleming. 30 yards out. He helps it to the edge of the area. Over ambitious. Taylor beaten to it. And now Asamani's under pressure. He's been outpaced on the edge of the area as well. A great burst by Charles who hits a shot over. Again, Maxwell had it covered, but Elliot Charles there. Well, he just left Asamani for dead, didn't he? Oh, yes, um, but what's more, As- uh, As- Asamani, as the ball went over his head, he was guilty of ball watching rather than seeing where Charles was running onto. And in fact, he managed to run onto the wrong side of Charles. Charles didn't manage to, although he beat him full pace, he, he, he didn't get on get onto his right side. Asamani put him on, on his right side. Now, the ball's now out for an absolute throw in just inside their half, and it's a long throw down the left hand side of the pitch. Asamani gathers one touch up. Uh, long clearance forward, but offside as far as Gareth Gar- Gar- Taylor's concerned. There's a throw taken, and again, the referee is given, well, the linesman very, very quick to give a free kick to Ebbsfleet, which is greeted with a level of incredulity from the Wrexham defenders. Free kick in a dangerous position. Right hand side, level the edge of the area, and Wrexham certainly will feel not getting the benefit of the doubt of these decisions. Well, the thing is, there actually isn't any doubt as far as these decisions <laughs> are concerned, they're just plain wrong. Easton's going to swing it in, it's right on the touchline. The big men have gone up, the fans behind the goal are making noise, swept into the near post, flicked on, good save by Maxwell, rebound comes in, it's blocked again by Maxwell, ricochets around, poked partly clear, Mark Johnson's time break now, it's helped only partly away though, and it's worked on his left hand side, that's got the crowd going, chance for the cross. Fed in straight at Span. It's a poor ball. Span now tries to break down the right hand side. Only Baines ahead of him. He sees it though. Plays an ambitious diagonal ball. Baines after it. Back ahead of Baines is chasing the keeper and he hits it against him. Cronin did well to stand up then. Baines did really well to chase and get a toe to it. Both keepers doing well in the space of a minute as Sacco helps his arm. The game suddenly stretched. Back pass goes into Cronin. But, but well, Cronin's touch is heavy and Baines chases that. But it's cleared. Mike Williams climbs and heads it up in the air. Smith beaten to it, Mike Williams scoops it away, and a chance for a break, Sacco feeds it inside, Baines has a over the top tackle on him, free kick given a halfway line, but Ward desperately close at both ends. Yes, I mean, but to be fair, what a cracking save by Maxi there, absolutely superb, just shows why he's the Wales under-21 keeper at the moment, flung himself to the right-hand side due to, an, uh, to save an unchallenged 
header towards his bottom right corner and then got himself up and down quickly to stop the follow-up shot. And then immediately, within 30 seconds, uh, Silvio broke forward, tried a, di tried a diagonal ball, which quite frankly was the only ball on a short header back from Charles, 50-50, and Cronin did very well to stay up. Asamani lofts it in towards the edge of the area. Taylor flicks that on beautifully. It takes a ricochet and spins across the face of goal. Baines will keep it in on the right side of the box. Hits the goal line. Can he deliver? Swings it in under the bar. Headed clear well. Fleming brings down edge of the area. His left foot back on his right. He'll try a shot. He puts it wide. It was good contact, but always going wide. Cronin lunged for it. But at least at a moment of activity around the edge of Ebsley's area. Span wins it well in midfield. Comes bursting forwards. Ebsley's at a long way up, and Span switches it to the left hand side. Sacco taking on Hero comes in sides, gets to the edge of the area and his right foot hits a shot and puts it wide at the right post but a bit more action by Wrexham in the last couple of minutes at least corner left hand side the short option is on and it's played but Mark Jones is there working hard it's fed back in the end to the halfway line ball pulled in it's not a good ball and it's intercepted by Christian Smith after his dummy drive and necessarily on the edge of the and start to break here here's Fleming he gets past his man three on one break for Wrexham now he feeds it inside Christian Smith edge of the area can he deliver he squares it Mark Jones taking on the keeper and the keeper dies and plays bravely at his feet Jones disappointed himself the MC bench went up thinking Jones had went in and was stuck up he hadn't but Wrexham squandered a real chance there well they squandered a real chance but I mean a cracking break Fleming did really well um and I hesitate to, to criticise Christian Smith, who's probably been our, one of our most effective players this half, but he had a chance to shoot on goal then and didn't decide to play it across the pitch. No one is willing to take the responsibility and actually try a shot. Yeah, it was on his left foot, wasn't it? But he didn't fancy it. But yeah, there's a sudden surge in energy about Wrexham as well. Just doesn't make you wonder why hasn't it happened sooner? As they suddenly put themselves onto the front foot just as the half's coming to an end. Three minutes left plus added time. And there won't be much of that. Cronin, in marked contrast to Maxwell, is very, very slow going and spotting the ball up for the goal kick. He's spotted it up now, but he's in no great hurry to address it. Finally hits it right footed. In the air, Vieira against Asumani. Again, Asumani wins that well. Baines brings it down. It's awkward for him, but he's done well. Nice little touch. He's worked a good ball to Sacco. Left side of the box. Cuts it onto his right foot. Will he deliver? He drives in a shot to keep it. Scoops under him. Is it in? It is. Sacco's given Wrexham the lead. His first goal for Wrexham. Drove it in from the left channel. And Cronin, low down to his left, just couldn't get enough on it. It squeezed underneath and Wrexham grabbed the lead. Well, yes, I mean, he finally took some responsibility there, took the shot. I mean, it's unfortunate for Cronin because it was a cracking save, but he just didn't manage to get enough on it. And it, it sort of sums up the way we've been playing at, at the moment. It just sort of trickled over there almost apologetically, as if saying to the opposition, look, I'm awfully sorry, lads, but I've got to cross this bit of white line uh, simply because I have to. Um, hopefully that will settle us down now. The ball's heart wasn't in it, but physics wasn't on his side. Cronin <laughs> now is up on the halfway line to take the free kick. It's 51st minutes. And he's complaining Taylor's too close, and he isn't. Referee tells him to get on with it. Cronin knocks it up towards the edge of the area. Westwards is beaten to it in the air. Maxwell comes, it's headed away from him. Could be hooked back in dangerously. Asamani blocks it six yards out, and it ricochets off Everson and wise but Maxwell came to attack that and was never quite going to get there after Westwood's mistimed his jump and was beaten to it. Maxim rode their luck a little bit there. Yes, I mean, but I, I, I can't remember. Was it 
Westwood mistimed his jump and um, Maxi was was sort of com committed at that stage and no matter how good a shot stopper he is, he's also short of about five or six inches um, when it comes to balls into into the box. So he really depends on if his defenders are going up for the ball, the defender's actually winning. Free kick ten yards short of the halfway line to Ebsfleet. Croonin again will take it. That last one caused problems. He's put it into a similar area again, but it's a free header away for Sacco. Heads it down to Mark Jones and knocks a great ball over the top right hand side Baines now wide running at the last defender Taylor's trying to get in Baines hits a long ranger into the side netting typical Baines now hitting it early and trying to catch the keeper out again he's disappointed but it was a good effort by Baines who like I said is looking a bit more comfortable in this role as a striker maybe just starting to grow into it a little bit certainly the way he strikes the ball you feel that if Wrexham can find a place from high up the pitch where he can get the ball in positions where he can shoot and they should be able to guess a fair return from him throughout the course of the season. Piru works it back, it's fed up towards the edge of the area and held up well by Vieira, knocks it back into Huru, back to Holmes who comes inside from the right, tries an ambitious ball to the edge, it's a good ball, Vieira holds it up with good strength, gets it back to Holmes again on the right hand side, he can deliver if he wants to, he rolls it behind the defence of Max McCart, napping rather, Paul pulled into the goal now, good save by Maxwell, it ricochets around, great chance for two at all, it's blocked, comes back in again, Westwood takes a touch, hits it against an MC player, and in the end Fleming clears it, unbelievable scramble, Maxwell defensively was sloppy, and a great chance found the end, eight yards out, it was driven in by Bailey and a brilliant save by Maxwell, right-handed. And Maxwell again, Wrexham really owed debt to him. Well, yes, but once again, it's to, uh, as I've said before, uh, Wrexham's defence are always likely to be caught napping at least once a game and it happened there and once again it was a world-class save by him. You can't understate how good a shot stopper um, Maxwell is. And, and then there was, oh, you hit it, now you hit it, and we were flinging bodies in the way, left, right and, and centre. Um, and if we don't watch it, we're not going to pick up the three points here. Westwood took a touch under his bar then, that was terrifying. Boonin hits it long, Christian Smith climbs and heads it partly away. Sacco volleys it extravagantly clean, now Baines is worth chasing perhaps. Cronin will have to come out of his box to deal with that, he has to back off, and Baines is shoved in the back there, well, that's a red card surely! Leon Crooks shoves Baines clear as he was through on goal, is Crooks off? Now, you've got to be in, yes he is, Crooks is off. I, I've got to say though, in defence of Crooks, the player's got to be in control of the ball for a red card to be given. Now, although Baines was goal side through the middle, he's definitely not in control of the ball. So, by the lesser of the law, that's a bad decision. But I've said that if you follow playing that part of the pitch, you're inviting danger, aren't you? Well, yes. I mean, in, it was a definite goal scoring opportunity be, uh, because the keeper was in no man's land. He'd come and then he was trying to drop back. Um, Wes was through. Um, fine, he didn't, he didn't actually have control of it, but as he was coming down, all he would have to have done was just chip it over the keeper. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But lesser of law, Crooks is very unlucky, but you've got to say common sense suggests that's got to be a red. It was Cronin sold him down the river, it was in the air for a long time, and Cronin, ooh, well, Crooks, is a crash, smashing glass there. Crooks has obviously kicked the dressing room door, he probably damaged himself, this is the amount of glass he's been took out. But uh, Crooks is gone. If Cronin had come out of the box and dealt with that, volleyed it, headed it away, there'd be no problem. As is Wrexham with a free kick in the D. If you foul a guy who's goal side in your last defender in that position, I guess the referee's going to pull out a red. But like I say, according to the letter of law, he got to have the ball into control for it to be a professional foul. Here's the free kick. Baines, Span, Fleming, Sacco all stand over it. Surely this is Baines' territory. 
Baines is rolled to him, Baines lashes it, oh Cronin saves it, I don't think he knew much about it, it was hit like a rocket, but straight at Cronin and it sort of hit his hand and bounced away and luckily for him, no Wrexham player followed it in. So, they can hear the glass being cleared away now down the tunnel. <laughs> Corner left hand side, and Ebbsfleet may well be down to 10 men, but they're not going to give up the chase here. Got 18 minutes left. Plus, what will probably be, a, ought to be, a fair chunk of added time. And Wrexham are sending the, all the men back against the 10 men. Baines is back on the edge of the area. Yeah, why is Baines back? We've got no out ball. As the ball's played in, headed part of the away, and driven in. Oh, just wide! Wow, that was a fantastic strike from the edge of the area. What a hit! And it just whistled past the left post. With Maxwell absolutely beaten. I think it was, was it Darius Charles who hit it? No, it was... Um, it was Hiru, the right back. What a fantastic hit that was. Oh, it was cracking. I mean, no, it, it went like a rocket. Um, it was still rising, thankfully, but it just shaved the left hand post. I must say, I, I thought it was in when he hit it. It was a great hit. It just helped on towards the edge of Exxon's area. Free kick goes out feet's way. About 25 yards out, left of centre. Wrexham, even against 10 men, has still got work to do here, I can tell you. We've got 15 minutes left, and this is a dangerous position. And uh, no doubting Ebbsfleet's spirits, they really have shown tremendous character to keep fighting away in the second half. And consider the way the results have gone against them and the way they've been used to 10 men, but they're still on the front foot here. Looks like it could be a shot, the way that it's been lined up. And Wrexham have got a four-man wall. Maxwell at his near post, lining it up as the referee jogs back and blasts his whistle to say take the kick it's hit right footed over the wall and just wide at left post good contact again well once again we're living on borrowed time here because Maxwell was nowhere near that ball I mean it was towards the top right hand corner and from where he was leaping from, I mean, it's, it's a fair enough jump for someone who's height six foot five or so. But also, as the ball went in, um, Silvio Span had his arm fully wrapped around someone's neck virtually. Holmes, who took it, and Span shows good strength to nudge him out of the ball and play the back pass. Maxwell comes out quickly and smashes it away. Oh, he's taken out, Maxwell. That was a late challenge by Elliot Charles, referee straight across. What colour card is that? Maxwell's down hurt. It was very late, that the Wrexham fans are furious. Red! MCs are down to nine! That was a very late challenge on Oxford, and he left the ground as he jumped in, and Charles from the second as he played to get sent off. That was an absolutely terrible, terrible foul by the Ebbsfleet player. He had no chance whatsoever of getting the ball. The ball was cleared, and he just kept on going. Well, Maxwell stayed down, because Wrexham have no sub-keeper, of course. And he's rolling around on his back and looking uncomfortable, but it was a reckless challenge up by Charles. And now as he's down to nine men, there'll be a chunk of time to add on here, I can promise you. But firstly, how is Maxwell? Mark Williams is warming up. Charles gets a round of applause, and, you know, I have sympathy for Crooks, but I got no sympathy for Charles. He jumped in off the ground and took Maxwell out as he cleared it. He complains to Liam Daish, and Daish is blanking him. I think that's very revealing. The fans might applaud him, but Charles has let his team down there. And Charles walked across, turned to Daish, and complained. And Daish completely blanked him. And I think that tells you everything about that challenge. Maxwell is up now, by the way. Not, not the FC fans, not too impressed with that. Five minutes left, plus a lot of time. Liam Daish having to go and think about Maxwell getting up. But the fact is that that was a very poor challenge. 
Fadish is actually doing his nothing before the visual. Yeah, I think he is possibly taking the mickey here, Maxwell. Now, all of a sudden, he can take the free kick and screws it up. It's a great climb by Asamani. He'll come back in, Pooley knocks it back in first time. It's a tax and poked to a party away by Mike Williams. Holmes, 25 yards out, lofts it back in. It's knocked up in the air and picked up and cleared in the end by Westwood. Can Wrexham break again? No, they can't. It'll be picked up by Welsh. Left-hand side on the halfway line. It plays a back pass. Beans is after this. Cronin dribbles past him and then dribbles on and is tackled. McCluskey treads on it. Oh, my dear me. Cronin. Took on McCluskey, was tackled 30 yards out, McCluskey trod on it, but if he'd taken a touch, he would have just been able to walk it into an empty net, unbelievable. Frantic match this, no quality in it whatsoever, but hey, if Rexham win, they won't care. Throw in taken, Taylor flicks it on, Baines can't get to it, it bounces beyond Darius Charles. We're halfway through the added four minutes, but there'll be more than four shortly after Baines is yellow. Asamani with another good header. He's knocked it against the edge Westwood just pumps it away. Two marks by two up front as Pooley heads this out. And Rexham can break again. McCluskey left-hand side, heads it down the flank. He's been told to take it in the corner flag by his manager, and he will do. McCluskey taking on his man. Oh, fancy skills. He found Smith with a back heel, and Smith does what Saunders wants. Takes it to the corner flag and holds on to it there. Yes, there we are, holding it in the corner against nine men. <laughs> it says it all, really, doesn't it? And the referee, oh, a terrible set, head for the free kick, and Baines can score here. He drives it, it's blocked. Taylor, ten yards out, good save by Cronin. The chances are coming now, even though Wrexham aren't trying to create them. Final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's football commentary. That was a download from the Wrexham Supports Association's football commentary. For more information, visit www.rexamfan.co.uk.